Welcome back to Prospect Sports Weekly, brought to you by the Prospect Athletic Boosters. I'm Dylan Heber, as always, joined by Kenny Manale, and today we'll be talking to the varsity baseball coach, Coach Schusty, and senior Zach Morath. Later, girls varsity lacrosse head coach, Coach Ringo, and sophomore Ireland Wildheart out of their game on Wednesday the 15th against Conant, which will be broadcasted on Vimeo. Last year, the baseball team made it all the way to the regional finals, where they lost to the Evanston Wildcats 2-1 in 11-inning shutout. Coach, how did you feel following the game? Uh, it was rough, to be honest with you, because it was uh, a very intense game, and uh, it was a great baseball game. And, uh, you know, two teams went at each other. The pitching was outstanding. Uh, great atmosphere at Northwestern University, and um, great crowd. You couldn't ask for anything more. And uh, it was just disappointing, because our kids gave it everything they had, and I, I really thought the outcome should have been different. Uh, it was It was difficult from the aspect of... There were some, con, you know, confrontational calls, and uh, that I believe uh, affected the outcome of the game. And it, it, that, from that aspect, it was difficult. But you, you just have to overcome those things. And hindsight, you always can look back on and handle things a little bit different uh, as that game went on. But I, I felt if we could have got out of that that game, we our chances would have been pretty good in sectionals. But uh, that's how baseball works. And. I just couldn't have been happier of the way our kids came out and played. Zach, how did it feel playing a big game like that? It was incredible. Like Coach said, you know, it was at Northwestern. Like, that was, the atmosphere was just crazy. It was just a hot summer day. It was so intense. Like, I think, like Dylan said, it went into, like, 11 innings. And there's, like, there's no, like, more anxious feeling as a player when you're in extra innings just waiting for something to happen. So it was, it was crazy to be a part of. How'd you handle the loss? Um, you know, for me, like Coach said, like we knew we gave it literally everything we had. But again, like we knew the sectional, the next round, we were we like we would have been fine, we were confident, especially we were getting pretty hot at that point. But it's just it's tough. Again, like when you go into eleven innings and don't come out with the win it kind of sings so so coach why were you ejected from the game uh quite honestly it it, it started from the minute we exchanged lineups at a home plate uh i just sensed there was uh, a, an attitude by an individual that i wasn't happy about and um there were a couple early calls that i i didn't necessarily agree with and uh, I, I've known this person a long time. I don't hold anything against him. He's, he actually has always been a very, very good umpire. Um, it's just that particular day, our personalities crossed, and it just became an issue as the game went on. And um, it, in hindsight, again, I, you always think you can handle things a little bit different, and uh, I would have in that circumstance because no coach wants to be in that position. And uh, at the end of the game, we had our uh, Brady Jensen. We had we turned an unbelievable double play to end an inning, and Brady was excited and slammed the ball down to the ground. And because he did that, without warning, he was ejected from the game. And uh, actually, I wasn't even kicked out of the game at that point. It was uh, I, it right through my head that we had already used our backup first baseman. I had to move Kyle Odishu to first first base, and we had to bring in... Nick Albrecht, a sophomore catcher, in a very tough situation. So my head was thinking about our depth chart and what we needed to do, 
and that very next inning, uh, Jake Bush hit a line drive with two outs in the left center, and their kid made an unbelievable diving catch. If that ball goes to the wall, we win that game. And the kid made a great catch. He came up with it, and he slammed the ball down to the ground the same way Brady did. And I kind of waited to see if he was going to be ejected right away. And I saw the umpire walking back towards his position by third, and I said, what's up with that? And I got ejected for saying that. And then that kind of, you know, put us into a situation that uh, I spoke my piece and was taken out of the game. And, um, you know, it's an unfortunate situation to be in. No coach wants to be in that situation or be backed into that. I've been coaching for 30 years, and that was the third time I've ever been kicked out of a game. And it's an empty feeling because you don't want to go there. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be in that situation. So I I took that very hard, and I have to sit out the first game this year because of that. And that's just the way the IHSA rules are. You don't really have a rebuttal. You are just you have to sit out the next game if you're ejected, whether you're a player or whether you're a coach. And again, that game went four more innings after that. And to kind of sit there, um, you know, outside, not being able to be a part of it was a very empty feeling. Uh, you just don't want to go there. But I, I felt I had to do it. I felt I had to protect our kid who was ejected. I had to do something at that point. And our kids gave it everything they have. And, you know, I, Everyone I've talked to has been supportive about what happened in that situation. And uh, you move on. And that's the thing. You, you could look back on things you could have done better or was it the right thing to do? You don't know because anyone that has any sense of competitiveness in their blood wants to win a ball game and do everything they can to put their team in a position to win. Zach, what goes through your head when you see your coach get ejected? Did that fire you guys up a little bit? We were. I mean, it, it started with the whole Brady Jensen thing, that was enough. And then when coach got ejected, it just put everyone over the edge because it, it, it was just, like, unbelievable that some of the calls that were being made in a regional game, like, that shouldn't have any type of impact on the game. If anything, that's what umpire should be dialing it back, I feel. And this guy was just doing the complete opposite. Coach, what do you hope the team will turn around this year so you guys can find similar success from the 2021 season when you guys made it to the Super Sectionals? You know, every year has is different. Every year has its own personality. Every year brings opportunities. Every year you have a player that steps up that becomes a big surprise that you didn't expect. And uh, I know last year was difficult. I think our expectations were much higher. Uh, being that we did have some kids that were returning from that super sectional team. But that is why baseball is as special as it is. It, it, you have to reprove yourself every year. Uh, you can't sit back and say, oh, just because we made it to the super sectionals, it's automatically going to happen again. You've you got to work at it. Uh, you have <coughs> to find what works with this team, what doesn't work with the new team, and move forward. But we're not going to change who we are. Uh, we're a, a program that tries to support one another, a program that we feel in our culture has always been a team that's going to come at you regardless of how good we are or where we are from a talent aspect, is we're going to come out and play. And that's who we are, and that's how we have to continue to be. So I, I think that we can learn a lot uh, to get back to that level and back to a big game like that, it, it's entirely possible because it's all a matter of confidence. And once you get a, a stream of confidence, 
going and the team believes in itself, you can do anything. I've always believed that you can go down state with every team you coach. Zach, last year you batted <clears throat> last year you batted two oh eight in your thirty plate appearances and an OPS of five thirty three. How are you gonna try to improve those numbers this year? Yeah, obviously last year was something <laughs> it was hard for the team but so just so hard for me. I was struggling big time like you mentioned, but just working in the cages, working in the off season, and just having fun because, um, again, a, a lot of the senior guys who I've been with for a while, we're all going off to college next year. So just really trying to enjoy this last season and make the biggest impact as I can, not only as a hitter but as a leader and a guy to look up to in the clubhouse. Your batting numbers might not have been where you wanted, but however your fielding average was 750, only two errors. How do you want to try and emulate that now in the outfield? Um, again, I just I want to continue to try and be a leader on the field, be a guy who's going to make the routine play, sometimes makes that special play, and just constantly communicating with um, the other outfielders, whether that's center field or there's a ball hit in the hole between shortstop, center, and left field, just being able to communicate and help the guys as much as possible to help lead a clean defense, really. Speaking of the outfield, how are you uh, handling the change from the infield to the outfield? I'm actually enjoying it. The outfield, it's kind of a lot just simpler. You don't have to cover like butt defenses, um, steals and stuff like that. You're really just catching fly balls, ground balls, getting them in as fast as you can. And I like to think I have decent speed, which is makes it you know a lot easier, especially when I'm playing with guys. We got Owen Anderson and Gavin Flanagan out there who are just super talented leadership type guys. How do you think your strong arm is going to come into effect in the outfield? Actually, I, that's something I've been working on throughout the offseason as well because I would like to be able to get a chance to pitch this year. So having that strong arm, is it's going to help. And then it's going to help me as well when I pitch on some days. After I pitch, I'm going to need to recover a little, a little more quickly so I can get back in the outfield to use my arm to the best of my ability again. Coach, last year a team batted 282 with an OPS of 790. What steps are you going to try to take as a coach to improve those this year? We're going to be a different style team. Uh, last year we had some kids that uh, could hit the ball over the fence consistently. Uh, we were a team that could play for the three-run homer. We're not that style of team. We're a team that has to put the ball in play. We have to be aggressive on the base pass, and it's, it's a whole different personality. So, it, again... You look up and down the lineup. I look at this group as a team that's going to put the ball in play, all nine guys in the lineup. And by doing so, that's going to put us in a situation. The biggest stat I'm going to look for is on-base percentage. You know, whether we get on by walk, hit by pitch, error, put the ball in play some way, somehow, uh, we don't aren't going to have the luxury of scoring seven or eight runs a game that we've had over the last couple of years to a certain degree. This team has got to grind out runs and uh, play a lot of good team baseball. Looking at the defensive side of things, the team's fielding average was 932 with a total of 37 errors. How are you trying to keep that percentage high while lowering the number of errors? I think we, we, need, to, we need to get that percentage higher. I think if you look at that, we played 35 games and made 37 errors. So we were making an error every game on average if those stats are exactly where we were last year. I think this is a team that is pretty solid defensively. Uh, this is a team, again, that we, we're going to have to uh, good pitching, good defense, and just 
operate our lineup any way we can to manufacture runs is going to put us in a position to win games. I think we're going to be in a lot of close games. This year, I think, is going to be determined a lot by who wins more one-run games. Pitchers last year had a total ERA of 3.17 with 119 strikeouts among the 11 pitchers. What steps are you going to try to take and improve those numbers? I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited about this pitching staff, and it's a young pitching staff. Uh, you know, we've got uh, two or three kids, including Zach, that uh, seniors that are going to step up. I think Achini Erickson and uh, and Zach uh, out there with our junior pitchers, and we got a couple sophomore pitchers as well that I think are going to find their way into the fold. Is uh, I'm excited. This is a young group. I mean, we've got 20 juniors between JV and varsity right now that are in the mix either this year or next year that I see being key contributors on the mound. So I, I think we're a team that is going to sneak up on people and they're not going to realize really how deep our pitching staff is. So I, it, this is a year that I am really excited to see what unfolds because I think there's going to be a lot of surprises. What are both of you guys' goals heading into the season? Um... I, I'm having the same type of vibe I did my sophomore year, like you guys mentioned, the super sectional year. No one really knows who we are, so I think we can take this as far as we want, whether that's a state run, winning state. I think we're so much more than capable of it. Our pitching staff is amazing, and come playoff time, you, you just never know because you could play a team that's done terrible all year, but if they have that one starting pitcher, they'll knock you out in the first round, any type of up upset. And I think we're just, our hitting combined with our pitching and that young type of energy in the locker room is gonna unfold something really great. I'd have to agree with, with Zach on that for sure. It, it's a, a very intriguing group. It's a it's one of those groups you, you look forward to coming out every day because you're looking at a number of kids that have made a big jump from one year to the other and you're just excited to see how they perform. Then you see a younger group. We have a couple sophomores that I'm really excited about and uh, they fit right in right now. I don't even look at them as sophomores to a certain degree because you could tell they're just baseball kids. They live for this over the summer. They play hard and, and to mix with our junior group and senior group, I, the senior group has observed a lot over the last three years. And I think the junior group, when you're at the under level, you don't see the varsity that often. Uh, but when you get a chance to mix with those kids or get to practice with them, you get a feel for what we're capable of doing. Because all those kids were at that game at Boomer Stadium watching the super sectional. And if you love baseball enough and you're there in the stands watching that game in that environment in a minor league park with 2,000 people, you have to ask yourself, I want to be a part of that. I want to be out there someday. I want that to be me. And when you feel that, that type of success that those prior teams had carries over to these younger kids that have the incentive to want to get there themselves. So that's what you want out of a baseball program. And I think we've reached that level. And I'm just excited. we got a bunch of just baseball diehard kids that love this game. So it's a great group to be a part of right now. Zach, is there anything else that you want to accomplish or prove on personally this year? Yeah, you know, I have a lot to work for, especially coming off of last year, which was just super disappointing for me along with the team. So I'm looking forward to get that opportunity to just come out here and work every single day, whether that's pitching on defense or hitting. I'm just 
trying to get it all done for the team or whatever they need from me. Now, with this being your senior season, what type of legacy do you want to leave by the end of this year? Yeah, I just I'm gonna try and help the team get as far as we can in playoffs because that's really what sticks with people. And whether that works out or not, I just want to make sure I have an impact on the junior and sophomore class so that they're prepared next year to take over whatever the seniors this year leave. Thank you, Coach and Zach, for taking time out of your day to come join us on Prospect Sports Weekly. Thank you, guys. Thank you. The night season starts on Monday, March 20th at home versus Cary Grove. After the break, we'll be joined by Coach Ringo in Ireland. Wild hearts don't go anywhere. We're back here at Prospect Sports Weekly with this segment brought to you by the Prospect Athletic Boosters. We're now joined by varsity girls lacrosse players, junior Skylar Splinter and sophomore Ireland Wildheart. How are you guys? Good. Good. Skylar, last year you amounted 13 goals in 16 games, averaging 0. 0.8 goals per game. How are you trying to improve and tally more goals? Um, well, last year, about um, almost the whole season, I was out with a stress fracture. So, um, that kind of like took a toll on like my lacrosse skills because I wasn't able to practice. I mean, I was still able to do wall ball and stuff like that, but I wasn't in the gameplay. So now, um, during the off season, I did a lot of training and I also played club lacrosse. So I'm hoping that um, with use of my team, I can definitely get some more goals this season now that I'm finally back. Would you say 100%. now, now with that extra practice, you're back to where you were and if not better? Yeah, I definitely think I've gotten a lot better. Um, Playing club, you play with a lot of really good girls, so it just makes you a lot better and it improves your skills a lot. Ireland, you were fourth on the team in goals last season, 15 goals, second in assists with six, and .9 goals per game, .4 assists per game. How are you trying to improve those numbers from last year? I think this year I'm definitely going to try and be more confident with myself and I'm just going to go for it and work on everything that we've learned with the season. I also did club with Skylar this season off season and so I think that we're going to be able to work together a lot on the field with assists and goals and I think a lot of the other girls on our team has have worked to improve and so I think all of us just overall being confident as a team we can each work together to get more goals. Skylar how does it feel to be one of the longest running members on the team having joined your freshman year in the inaugural season for girls across your prospect? Um, it's been really fun to see the team grow. Um, when we first started out, um, it was a little rough. Um, you know, no, a lot of people never touched lacrosse before, so kind of learn just overall the first year, we just kind of were learning the game. Last year, still kind of learning the game a little bit. We got a lot better last year, but I think this year we really have like a special team, as their coach said. And um, a, lo a lot of the girls, including both of us, ha have improved like so much. and. Um, I think it'll be cool to see what we can do this year now that we have this team. Skylar, being a junior, how do you try to share your upperclassmen experience with some of your underclassmen teammates? Um, now that um, I've had like two years of lacrosse under my belt, um, I think um, the some of the newer, like some of the freshmen, even some of the sophomores, it's important, you know, a lot. Uh, all of them are obviously amazing, but um, sometimes they haven't learned things that some of us upperclassmen have learned, so we try to pass that down, the stuff we've learned. Um, and I think just showing leadership is really important too. You know, you always, no matter if you're a captain or not, just showing leadership on the field is, is huge, no matter what age you are. Skylar, what are you hoping to improve on this year? Um, 
I'd say, uh, per, like individually, just improve on my stick skills. Um, if once I finally like got down the basics of lacrosse, I think once you can add in some new stick skills, it can really just benefit your game and help you get past your defenders. And, Arlen, what are you hoping to improve on this year? This year I'm hoping to improve our communication on the field, just being able to all of us like talk to each other the whole time. And like I said earlier, I think individually I want to get my confidence up so that I can just have the belief that I can score the goal and I can go in and get past my defender. And as like a team, I hope that we can make it farther in the playoffs than we did last year. And I think this year, with so much improvement on the individual level, we can work together and really go far. You talk about your relations on the field. What is the chemistry like off the turf? Off the field, I think a lot of us are great friends. We hang out outside of practices and we spend time together. I think this week we're going to be doing a team building uh, practice type thing so we're going to be working together a lot more and I think the chemistry is really good honestly. So you did mention that you've been trying to get up your confidence levels. How are you how have you been trying to do that? Well in practice I don't really I try not to hesitate so I just keep going for it and practice as well and so hopefully I can implement that on the actual field during a game and as long as I can convince myself that I can do it and prove to myself I can do it I can go out there and Execute it. Is there anything that you've been doing off field to improve your confidence levels? We do a lot of wall ball outside of practices so we can improve our stick skills, and I think that's a huge part in bringing confidence because if you're not so focused on dropping the ball, you're able to easier control it and focus on the fundamentals of footwork and getting past the defender. Skylar, what's your personal goal going to be for this season? Um, I would agree with Ireland and say just to make it further down in playoffs. Um, like I said before um, or earlier, uh, we have like a really special team this year, and I think we definitely can make it far um, with the team that we have. So that's I feel like that's a pretty big goal, and then also just to um, communicate on the field better and just just improve our game style as a team. Ireland, what about you? My personal goal would probably getting more ground balls. I'm not the greatest at getting the ground balls, and but I think I could really improve with it this year. And I think it's something that's super important for possession, because as long as you get the ground balls, you'll be able to hold the ball more for more goals for winning the games. Now besides playoffs, um, what is your guys' goal as a team this year? I think as a team, we're trying to win as many games as we can and just improve our whole team because we're going to be losing a lot of seniors next year. So passing uh, and sharing all like the information we each have like about lacrosse and sharing our own experiences to better improve each player so that ultimately over the years we can become better and better. Uh, I definitely agree and say win as many games as we can. Um, lacrosse games are long and um, especially playing both of us playing midfield at times or and majority of the game like it's really tiring and it's hard so I think just forcing ourselves to push through games and just um, doing it for the win and doing it for the team I think we can do it I think we'll we're gonna have a good season you say games are long 
Uh, it's a long season. How do you guys keep your health up and your stamina? Um, I think just recovery and rest is really important. You know, we're all, almost all of us are in the trainer before and after practices. Um, and just getting as much sleep as we can. And, um, you know, some practices, we have lighter practices, uh, tend to be more after games or before game or before game days. And that just kind of helps us get ready for the game and not drain us out. So, yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for taking time of your day to come join us on Prospect Sports Weekly. Thank you. Yep. You can always check our Twitter and Instagram at underscore night media for links to all of our broadcasts during the winter, as well as now the spring. As our t- And you can also check our TikTok at night media PHS for links. There have been fake links flying around, but don't forget we'll never make you pay to watch the broadcast. Don't forget to check out our website at prospectornow.com for other great stories and more coverage of Prospect Athletics and activities. For updates on Prospect Sports, check out P Night Athletics on Instagram. Thanks again, Ireland and Skylar, and good luck this year. Thank you. Thank you.